while you're going through it, you you don't think about it at all. You you kind of like think like, oh man, like it's not happening to me right now. And you know, it's it's taking too long. But now that I look back on it, when Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself as a pre-PT on your journey to becoming a future doctor of physical therapy. This episode has been sponsored by our Acceptance Navigator Series, which is a free four-part pre-PT video series where we teach you exactly how to take full control of your PT school acceptance journey, as well as how to find clarity and direction as a pre-PT so that you can dominate your application regardless of your GPA, GRE score, or fear of PT school rejection. Learn how to get into the driver's seat of your acceptance journey and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This is the most value that we have given away and it's free. Take control of your pre-PT journey today by going to www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. This episode has also been sponsored by our friends at ptschoolprobe.com. Listen to this. One of the biggest fatal application mistakes that thousands of PT school applicants applicants make each year when applying to PT school is not applying to schools that are a perfect match for them. Partnering with our friends at PT School Probe has made that a problem of the past. As PT School Probe makes it extremely easy to plug in and enter what you're looking for in your ideal schools. And you will be immediately matched up with your perfect match DPT programs in the United States. To get matched and locked into your perfect DPT school programs, go to www.ptschoolprobe.com www.ptschoolprobe.com and use the code preptgrind in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you there. That's preptgrind for your code. This will save you hundreds of dollars in your application by helping you avoid throwing away money at the wrong schools and saving tens of thousands of dollars lost every year that you miss out on becoming a DPT. So go to www.ptschoolprobe, that's ptschoolprobe.com and use the code preptgrind in lowercase letters to, to get a discount and let them know that we sent you. And that's because we got you covered and we are excited to share this next episode with you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast episode. We look forward to serving you. Have a blast. Welcome to another episode of the Pre-PT Inspire series, which has become my favorite series that we do. And, and the reason is because we're, we're bringing in students like yourself who have gotten into PT school, but have had a whole bunch of the struggles that you might at times feel may hold you back from getting into PT school, whether it's low GPAs, whether it's previous rejections, anxiety, we've talked about lots of the struggles that no one really wants to talk about, but many students experience. And so the purpose of every episode, this is actually episode 67 already that we've recorded. So the purpose of these episodes is to put you in the position where you're able to say, wait a minute, first of all, if, if that student, if Dominique and all these other students can, can, can get into PT school, despite these specific struggles, then shoot, why not me? Like, why not? Like, why can't I do it? Why not? 
Why not me? And so that's the purpose. And, and our second goal is to help you not quit because the number one reason students don't get accepted into PT school is because they quit, right? So like, like, like if you quit, you really don't give yourself a chance. So that's the purpose of tonight. I hope that you're ready to be inspired. I'm ready to be inspired. And so this is going to be a blast. Dominic, how you feeling, fam? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hi, everyone. Hey. <laughs> Listen, like, I don't know if they're ready. You and I both know we're ready to have a good time, but I don't know if the people are ready to, <laughs> to hear all the value that, that, that you're about to drop their direction. But uh, but this is this is such an amazing story, and um, we've had quite. We might get into it, but we've had quite the conversations, you know, prior to your acceptance letter. So, um, so this is special, and I, you know, I really look look forward to us unpackaging a lot of your journey. And 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 one of the things that I said right before this is that this is a platform of saying the whole truth and nothing but the truth, because we want students that relate with you to be like, whoa, like that's really what was going on, right? You know, she 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 got accepted. But, but that's what really, you know, was going on behind the scenes. And so I'm excited. I'm excited. Let's start from the beginning. Tell me, tell me and tell all the people that are listening right now, why you chose physical therapy to begin with? Like what drew you to the profession to begin with? Why, like, like what, what was it about physical therapy that, that pulled you in? Uh, because that, that gives us a really, really good foundation for, for, for why you fell in love with this profession and also why you were able to navigate through the struggles that we're going to talk about in a few minutes. So uh, what initially pulled you into the profession? Um, so I chose physical therapy because I always loved the idea of a healing process. I was always admonished by how our body heals itself, um, how healing does so many different things. I mean, it doesn't even necessarily have to affect you physically, but it can affect you mentally. Um, and so when I was working in the clinic as well, um, I would see certain patients would leave out and, you know, a therapist might have done a typical manual treatment or something. And they had so much gratitude. And I just knew that I wanted a career that was going to have intense gratification for not just myself, but for the people that I'm working with, um, for the people that I'm giving my time to, like, I, I didn't want anything that was mediocre. I, I wanted to make a difference. And physical therapy to me was all of that and more. Whoa. Well, I love it. Yo, that's, that's a, almost sounded like an essay that, that, that you're writing on the spot. <laughs> no, no, that, that is a powerful reason to choose physical therapy. And uh, basically you were like, all right, this is why I want to do this profession. This is why I want to pour into it. Uh, but it wasn't that easy, was it? It wasn't, it wasn't that straightforward, nor that easy. So, 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 so let's get into, let's get into it. What was your biggest struggle? So now you were like, Hey, I want to be a physical therapist. I, I, I know why I'm pulled into it. The highest level of care that I want to provide is through PT. Cool. Uh, but what was your biggest struggle now? Because I think a lot of times we get to the struggles and we're like, Oh, I guess this is not meant to be right. So what were your biggest struggles or fears on your journey to PT school acceptance? Um, so my biggest struggle would definitely be my GPA. Um, I was not your typical 3.0 to 4.0 applicant. I was not even near there. My cumulative was a 2.7 and my science prereq was maybe a 2.5. Um, so I was not even scraping the surface, to be honest with you. Um, so 
when I did apply the first time around, because I actually applied two times. The first time around, I clearly did not get accepted into any programs. And so that led to what my fear was, which my fear was rejection. So when I went into the next time going into applying again, I feared being rejected again, because to me, it was like I wasn't worthy anymore. Um, it started bringing about self-doubts. Um, I, I didn't feel like myself anymore. I, I was empty. I couldn't pour into anybody else because I felt drained by not being where I wanted to be in life. Um, so all those things kind of like internalized within me. And then I'm like, okay, well, what am I to do? So standardized test as well. The GRE comes in there too. I took that <laughs> probably about five times. And I would say that test was one of the worst for me. It it just, it, it did so many different things to me. It It made me feel like I was inadequate, but I knew that I had more to offer. I knew that I'm not, you know, it wasn't that I didn't know anything, but technically, I guess for that test, I didn't know enough to beat that test taker or to beat the test maker. So it was, it was, you know, pretty difficult dealing with those things. Whoa, whoa. Y'all seeing why, why we do these? Because I think when for, for, for a lot of students that experience everything you just listed, man, I think it was what, like by the time you had all your rejections, it was what, 15 schools altogether, right? Between the two cycles, correct? So, 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 so 15 rejections, a lower GPA struggles with the GRE. And I think y'all, we talk about this because I just want us to normalize addressing this stuff. I think a lot of times like, like we hold ourselves back because we're not willing to actually deal with what this stuff actually means. And we also, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if it's we've been taught by our advisors or whatnot, but but many of us see these things as dead ends. It's like, oh, well, dang it. I suck at standardized tests and I can't be the test maker. Or I, I don't know how you, you know, it's a test maker, right? So, 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 so I can't, I can't figure out that this GRE thing after five times or my, my cumulative GPA is still blank or I applied the first cycle and got, a, you know, got rejected by what, 12 schools, the first cycle, all 12, you know, like, like, oh man, like that must mean that I, this dream that I had, you remember how excited you were when you decided that you want to do physical therapy, this dream that I had, well, maybe it's not for me. Maybe, maybe it's for a few other students that are out there that are better than me at test taking, that are better than me at academics, that maybe have um, a better kind of track record. And, and it's not for me. And I think that's where a lot of students quit. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, like I've had some of those feelings, this is, I need y'all to like, just come back to this interview and just listen to it because I want you to realize what other students, despite the acceptance letters y'all are seeing people get, like it's work to get there. Like every single acceptance letter you see, like was blood, sweat, and tears. Do not let the the pretty yeah. pictures that people post after they get their acceptance letter. Don't let the smile. Don't let the excitement. Don't let that fool you. It was blood, sweat, and tears, right? Like, like yes, this, this, this is exactly what it was. So, 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 thank you for sharing those struggles with us, so that like students can, can relate with that, right? So, so now, now. You're going through all that. You've applied once. How many years did you wait before you applied again? So 
in between that would probably be four years um because in total it was five before i actually got accepted um so be four years i planned on taking a gap year and when i applied in 2017 that was technically my gap year and i didn't get into any programs so from there i was completely discouraged i, I didn't want to do anything i mean I worked in the field too, so I still was able to have the love for the field because mm. I would see it every day. So that kind of helped, you know, get me to not necessarily quit at that instant. But, you know, at the same time, it was like, it was still stuff that was beating up inside of me that was kind of like, okay, well, what am I to do? You know, I, I don't even know where to start or where to begin. I thought I did what I needed to do. And here it is, you know, I got rejected from not one, but 12 schools. So it was a different, you know, type of approach than from when I went into the next go around. Okay. Wow. 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 So, so, so let's now kind of talk about the transition, right? Because clearly you are on this because you got into PT school. So, so, so now let's kind of piece the parts together for everyone listening. So now you, you, you got rejected by 12 schools your first cycle, and then you were like, I need some help. So, so, so you, you ultimately joined the accepted system, which is our coaching program that signed back there, right? Answer these two questions in one for me, right? So, so the first one is what led you to say, hey, I need help and I'm going to get it from somebody that's been there before so you ended up choosing us and then two how specifically did the accepted system help you keep fighting until you finally got your acceptance letter so answer those two for me and then we'll dive into your acceptance letter and all that fun stuff so talk to me um so basically um how i got to the accepted system was i was drowning I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I remember the day I literally was at my grandmother's house and we were just having a conversation. Everything was okay. And, but I kind of, I, I do a lot of self-reflection a lot of times. So sometimes I can, you know, drift off and start thinking, which thinking sometimes causes you to go into some places you don't really want to go. Um, and so I was kind of like, evaluating and looking like, okay, like Dominique, you, you haven't gotten here yet. You know, you're this age now, like what is going on? And so I literally was like, I wasn't getting that traditional help. Like I knew I needed a mentor, but I couldn't necessarily relate to people that were around me. Like they helped influence me. You know, it, it was great. I loved it, but I didn't quite find another student who was struggling the way I was struggling. You know, I, I sometimes felt like I had to keep certain things to myself because I thought that, okay, I, I, I would be less than them if I said, oh, well, you know, my GPA was a 2.7 because such and such has a 3.0 or they had a 2.9. And, you know, so you think like, okay, well, you know, it, it's hard to to talk and explain those things because it was like, I, I just couldn't relate. And so it kind of led me one day, like I, I really was like in, in my feelings. Um, and I just started to like look on the internet and I was like, okay, like, you know, physical therapy mentors and not even trying to come across anything where the acceptance system, because I didn't know anything about the acceptance system to be quite honest with you. And so pre-PT grind came up 
And, you know, I kind of looked into it and I was like, oh, let me send them a message. So I sent you guys a message on Messenger. And I would say probably within like two hours or so that same day, like Casey responded like right then and there. And um, like we just had a conversation on Messenger and like the next day we had a phone conversation. And then I just like joined the accepted system that next day because I was completely you know, like I, I was wowed because I, I knew that this was what I needed and how it's helped me. It it allowed me to have that community um, that I was so longing for all those years. Um, there were people who I met throughout the years, you know, while being in the septic system that have allowed me to be able to relate, allowed me not to be able to be afraid to express my feelings or or my downfalls or where you know I might have lacked in my journey and we could you know bounce off of each other and then the modules were just everything I mean everything was just put it's it's clear as day like if you follow it <laughs> like if you follow it you're good like it's it's everything is good and then the gems that both you and Casey drop like all the time like it can just be like a slightest thing that you might say and it's just like wow like that's that's really what it is so you know it everything everything helped me it, it was all that i needed to get to where i am today oh wow 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 fam i'm so proud of you because i'm like i'm still like on this other side like remembering a lot of the stuff that went down over the last year and i'm just like yo this is crazy but 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 i'm so 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 freaking proud of you so freaking proud of you and for those y'all listening like are y'all inspired yet y'all like we haven't even gotten to the day that she got her acceptance letter like we ain't there yet but so far have y'all already been inspired by such a powerful story of resilience and being able to say hey like i'm willing to get help like 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 that's the purpose of all this stuff so real quick kind of like like partial break and then we'll talk about your your acceptance letter y'all so what we did is we decided that for all of y'all that are listening to this, we don't want y'all to stay like stuck or hitting this wall or potentially even almost quitting. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit because you almost quit at some point, right? Like I, I, I remember, you almost quit. And so, so we gonna get there, don't worry, don't worry. But for those of y'all that are like, hey, I need to get some direction now. I want you guys to go there. There's a link that I put below. It's preptsecrets.com. Where like it's basically five secrets of getting into PT school that no one's ever told you. And if you do those things that we tell you, it it ain't easy. I mean, don't don't let anyone ever tell y'all to get into PT school is easy. But if you can start acting on those five things in your application journey, oh my goodness, it's game over. It's game over. So 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 if you're like, hey, I'm tired of playing this game of kind of like chasing my tail and playing games and being stressed to so go to preptsecrets.com as soon as you finish listening to this. So let's actually dive here real quick. Before we talk about your acceptance letter, can we talk about you almost quitting? We can. We cool can. With cool with that? Because I think this is, we hadn't planned on this, but I want to talk about it because I've been wanting to talk about it. Like from the moment you almost quit, I was like, oh, Wait till she gets accepted. We gonna, we gonna talk about this live. We gonna talk about this on camera. So here's the moment, all right? When and why did you almost quit? So um, I had submitted probably about 
because this time I did four applications. So I probably submitted like two, two applications by the time I literally like was almost about to give up. It was so I got rejected. That first rejection hit very, very hard because like I said, it was my second time applying. So it was like, okay, I can't do this again. Like I, I was, I was done. And I also had an application out there that I hadn't heard anything back from. And so at that point I was then like, okay, should I still continue to do this or should I just go and, you know, do PTA for the time being? Because at the time I felt like I was stagnant. I wasn't moving anywhere. And so I thought, well, if I do that, then it will make me feel as though I'm moving somewhere. It wasn't necessarily that I wanted to do PTA specifically. It was just that I wanted to pass time in that instance, because for me, it would have helped self-motivate me. I, I would have been, at least I thought I would have been better um, knowing that I got into something else and I, I was moving and I wasn't just working. Um, and so basically I contacted Joseph. I'm freaking out. I'm like, I cannot do this. Like I'm getting way too old for this stuff. Like something has to happen. Like, no, I need a career. It needs to like, this just needs to happen. I can't keep doing this. Like the GRE is killing me. And by this time I had already, yeah, I had already taken the GRE five times. Um, and so it was like, I was like, I feel like this test is defeating me when in all honesty, I always wanted to defeat it, but it was like, what is, what is blocking me? Like, it was kind of like, you're, you're punching a bag, but you're getting nowhere. Like I'm punching and it's bouncing back. And I'm like, what, like, where am I going with this? And so it was just like, all right. So Joseph and I actually were planning on like, you know, doing, not um, taking a different route, but we're actually planning on my next steps to apply next cycle, because I was actually like, I'm just not even going to apply to any more schools. I'm not even like, I'm just giving up. Like, it's whatever, like, you know, and Joseph had asked me a question and it was. Girl, I remember this conversation <laughs> so clearly. Go on, go on. This is great. This is great. It was really like, is physical therapy what you really want to do? And if it is, like, why would you change, you know, your career path because of just these slight obstacles that are here that we know that can be overcame? And the question might not have been worded exactly like that, but I'm just like paraphrasing it. And it was just like, from that instance, when I thought about that, I was like, my dream wasn't to be a physical therapist assistant. My dream wasn't to be a nurse. My dream wasn't to be a teacher. My dream was to be a physical therapist. And so therefore, why would I give up on something that I know that I've wanted all my life practically from the time that I can basically, in a sense, you know, just know what I want. I'm not even going to say I wanted to be a physical therapist when I was younger, because that would not be true. <laughs> like, I didn't know anything about physical therapy then. But it's just like, why would you give up on your dream, um, knowing that that's what you want out of life? Like, I wanted that satisfaction. I didn't want to be stuck somewhere that I wasn't going to be happy. 
And so after that question, I knew that I wasn't going to give up. I wasn't going to stop. And so I just continued to keep going. Y'all, I, I'm actually getting chills remembering that conversation. We, we actually had that conversation in this room. So I was in a different corner of my office. And I remember I was like sitting there and we had this dialogue. And yeah, I remember that question very clearly. And I think, oh my goodness, for those of y'all struggling, I, I, I hope you received that. I hope you actually understood what, what Dominique was saying. I think a lot of times, and you, you basically said, sometimes you want to feel like you're moving somewhere. Mm -hmm. right so 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 for those y'all watching live like 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 say makes sense if that makes sense like 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 we want this to be a teaching moment because this is so powerful if y'all miss this many of y'all will make the mistake of thinking that you're moving somewhere that you want to be when in reality you're moving further away from what you want this is so girl i've been waiting for like i don't know how many months it's been just to have this conversation because this is everything. This is everything. Sometimes we make the mistake when we're struggling as students, whether it's after a rejection or multiple rejections or feeling like we're, we're late in the game or feeling like we're not smart enough or whatever, we start making the decision to say, you know what, maybe I'll, hey, and this is not to, to, to dog on anybody getting a master's degree or all that stuff or, going down a different path and saying, oh, this will help me become a PT. And, and I told you, I was like, we did the math. Like, we literally, like, we weren't even like, it wasn't a fluff conversation. Like, we weren't doing the whole, like, let's just imagine. Nah, I said, let's pull out the calculator. Let's pull out the calculator. You said you want to be a physical therapist, therapist faster. I was like, all right. So if you want to be a PTA, how long is that going to take to get into PTA school? Okay. Uh, then after that, you're going to apply to PT school again. Like we were adding like another five years. And I was like, are you really trying to become a physical therapist? And basically the conversation we had was, was, was like, would you rather go that path and be a physical therapist basically five years later right. and somehow convince yourself? And I actually remember asking you specifically, I was like, tell me why you want to be a PT. Everything about becoming a PT literally was nowhere to be found with all your other options. I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know what you're doing, girl. Like, 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 like if, if these are the things you want, then, then you're basically lying to yourself. Right. And I think sometimes we, we feel it because of personal pressures. We feel it because of familial pressures to basically kind of get somewhere with our lives, right? And, and, and it's, it's, it's actually hurting y'all. So you have to be willing as a student to say, what do I want? If physical therapy is it, then it's like going from like, a to B in a straight line. Stop, stop doing this whole arc thing. Like, oh, I'll do this and I'll do that. And then eventually in the next seven years, I'll be a physical therapist. No, no, no. Like we have to figure out how do I get from point A to point B the fastest? If that means delaying one year of applying, that's faster than five. Mm -hmm. That's faster than seven. That's faster than quitting and not doing it all together. Right? So I have to be willing to confront that and then say, do I actually want it that bad? This goes back to, to question number one. Why are we even doing this thing? Why are we yeah. trying to become physical therapists? So, so, so you basically said, all right, say, say no more. Like, like you made the decision. I, all I was doing was just kind of unveiling what was really going on. And you right. were like, oh, oh, <laughs> let's do it. All right. So. So you decided to keep pushing forward, right? And we're obviously here to tell a pretty good ending to that story. So, so, so now what I want you to do is for the next 
a couple moments. Tell us about the day you finally got your acceptance letter because because of that day, you basically said, I'm not going to quit on this. I'm not going to take other routes that will make me feel like I'm moving forward, make me feel like I'm progressing in my career. I'm going to do the thing that I came here to do, which is become a physical therapist. So so, so tell us about the day you finally got accepted into PT school. And then I have one last question before we wrap it up. Okay. Um, so let me kind of give a backstory because it kind of leads up to it. So basically, like it was around December or so. Um, this application I had already put in in October, I had heard nothing. So I was still just like waiting around. I'm like, okay, like what's going on type of thing. My mom had got COVID and then I was like, okay, you know, there was one day I was working from home because of that. Um, and so when I was working at home, like, you know, you kind of think a lot more and um, it was a Friday and I decided to contact the program director, um, but I wasn't asking like any type of status questions. I just wanted to, you know, see if there was a pediatric like professor or someone in there who I could kind of talk to because I'm interested in peds. So, and also like, I realized that their curriculum was a little bit different from some of the other programs I had seen. Um, it focused, you know, somewhat on like the adolescence and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, this is actually really cool. Like this is up my alley. So I contacted her trying to, you know, just see if there was someone who she can get in contact with, you know, put me in reach with. Um, and so she actually responded right back to me and she like put me in contact with another professor within the um, program. And Eventually, I was talking to that professor, and it was amazing. Um, and then she had asked me at the end, the program director had asked me at the end of the email that I had sent, she had said, were you looking to apply to the program? And I said, well, I actually applied this cycle, but I haven't heard anything yet. And um, she was like, Dominique, I'm looking at your application right now, and you qualify for an interview. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, I qualified for an interview. So sure enough, they contacted me the next week. I was able to set up my interview. So I did my interview at the end of January. Um, then they were like, okay, you'll hear back like within, you know, a, a couple weeks or so. So I didn't hear anything. And I'm like, what is going on here? So I would still, you know, contact the program director and try to see if there were any status updates or anything. And, you know, at times she couldn't really give me much. And then when it got to the point where it was getting close to, I would say like two months out where I wasn't hearing anything. And I then reached out to um, one of the professors who I actually interviewed with because our interview was virtual. It was a group interview. Um, and I'd reached out to her and she was saying, you know, that they were going to be sending out like updates in a couple weeks. Um, but if I needed like any specific information just to reach out to the program director and she had CC'd her on there. So I waited a little bit, you know, till those weeks went up and then I reached out to the program director. And then at that time, she kind of explained to me, you know, how their application process actually works, which I was surprised because a lot of programs do not do that. Um, she explained that to me and I was like, okay, you know, thank you. And she was like, you know, thank you for your persistence and your patience. And I was like, okay, you know, thanks. You know, I, I took in everything, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, I didn't get any, 
I was still in limbo. Like there was no yes, there was no no. There was, I wasn't waitlisted. So I was like, okay, like what's going on here? Um, and then eventually like the beginning of April, um, she had sent me an email and she was like, you know, um, Dominique, we're getting close to the application, close to the end of the application cycle. And I just wanted to let you know that um, we're waiting on five students to respond. And depending on their responses, you'll either be receiving an acceptance or a wait list. So I was like, oh, okay. So this is getting real. Like I'm really in the game right now. So I'm like, oh, okay. So, so, you know, by the time she said I should have received it, I didn't receive anything by that time. So I'm like telling my mom and like everything and, and, like I'm just like I don't even want to talk about it like why I haven't heard anything like what's going on here um and so then it was like probably three days after the date that she had told me that I should receive something I was at work and we actually had a meeting and so um after the meeting I was going back to my cubicle and I'm like sitting down and I see my phone had lit up and like it said there was an email so the first thing, <laughs> the first thing that was on this email, it was like, it said Mercy College, and I didn't read the rest, like the rest of the header. I was just like, okay, like, what is this? Like, you know, so I then opened the email, and it was like, um, Mercy College acceptance to DPT program, and like, um, congratulations, um, Mercy College is offering you like a seat to our doctor of physical therapy program. And I gasped for air, like at that time. <laughs> and so my friend, who's also my coworker, she like stood up and she's like, are you okay? And then like, I showed her the email and she's like, you got it. And like, we're just screaming, like every, everything was crazy. And like, everyone was coming out of their office. Like everyone was standing around, like trying to figure out like what's going on. And just so happened that day, my former supervisor who actually was one of the people who wrote me a letter of recommendation she happened to be there that day and like all we could do was like hug and cry because she also knew like how much I went through just to get here and like everyone was just so excited like I was getting hugs left and right like we were crying like it it was just amazing even though I didn't have my family there but I had people who also did support me and did care you know about my journey so it still made it all worth the while and you know after that I contacted my family and everything and like they were just ecstatic and it was just it was just amazing like I I wouldn't have never imagined it to to be that way at all <laughs> wow wow that's such a like like now that y'all heard what the struggles were, like the significance of that day is just like that much more special. So, uh, man, I mean, I'm telling you, like when you told me you got accepted, I was, I was, I, like I was losing my mind because, like, I went back to the conversations we had had. I was like, oh, she was, she was tripping, and like, check her out now. She's in PT school. Uh, super proud of you. Let's ask this last question, and then we're done for tonight. Um, what are your words of wisdom after everything you've you've experienced, knowing that there's students listening to this right now who are on their journey, um, trying, you know, they're being inspired by you. For those of y'all that are inspired, y'all said inspired before, right? So they're being inspired by you, but they're like, okay, so how can I apply this to my journey? What are words of wisdom from just what you've experienced that you would like to share with the students that are listening tonight? 
have a couple things. One, I would definitely say um, the weight is necessary. Like, although, you know, while you're going through it, you you don't think about it at all. You you kind of like think like, oh, man, like it's not happening to me right now. And, you know, it's it's taking too long. But now that I look back on it, when you're waiting, usually something great is going to come out of it. And so it's necessary for all things like my mentality is way different from when I applied the first cycle. Like I've grown as a person, like, you know, that waiting time you could spend just learning who you are, like what you like, what you don't like, what you love, what you don't love, you know, like how, what things are you um, determined about? What things do you really want to accomplish? And, and you, you can just use that time to just really like develop and help build yourself. Um, and then another thing I would definitely say is like, don't let the things that are happening around you get inside you to the point where it's weighing you down. Because I was one of those that I allowed everything that was going on around me, like weigh me down completely. I kind of use the analogy now where like, you know, a ship will definitely stay afloat. But once water enters into that ship, it's going to sink. So you don't want to sink at all. It, it's the worst feeling ever. Um, and so if you can avoid that, like if you catch it quicker, then, you know, it, it's just better to do it sooner than later. Um, because once you're in there, sometimes it's very hard to get out. Like, luckily, I was able to, you know, find that strength and and that courage to be like, OK, I'm going to keep pushing. But sometimes that can definitely be a roadblock for some people. So I would say keep going. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on your goals. Be determined about the things that you want to accomplish and things will definitely start to turn around. You'll see a whole bunch of differences happening in your life and it it, it will just it will just be amazing. So don't give up. Keep pushing it. It's all worth the while in the end. I would not trade any of it. I I respect and encompass my journey now. In the beginning, I didn't. But now I do. So definitely take heed to everything that you go through throughout this process wow wow y'all this this was amazing like i i hope y'all enjoyed this as much as i did but 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 everything that i mean you said yeah like the, the weight is necessary growth keep going you know i think let's actually just end with this you might be in a different place you know in your acceptance journey, whether it's low gpa whether it's just waiting maybe you've already submitted your application you're just like oh let's see what happens one thing that i that, that i want to invite you to do is to commit to not quitting because because there were even in the last year i can think of a few yeah like that conversation we had that was a key moment where if i if i didn't oh, say yeah. like if i didn't say something that was going to push you in the direction you wanted you would have easily like you could have easily quit at that point like i remember like you were like on this like teetering board, like like if I said, mm -hmm. yeah, give up, you've tried enough, that would have been all you needed to hear. And you would have been like, well, right. disappointed, but I guess it is what it is. Like, and we wouldn't be here today. So those y'all that are like, hey, I, I am willing to push through and decide that I'm going to get to my goal of, of becoming a physical therapy student or becoming a physical therapist. 
despite the odds, if after what you just heard tonight, you're like, you know what? Like, I need to tap into a different space mentally, a different space of resilience, a different space of ensuring that I'm not going to pull the plug when things don't go well. Listen, like, like, I mean, we can go down a whole list of like all the possible things that could go wrong. It's life. It's life. Life is crazy. Life is chaotic. Life is not consistent. But the one thing that can be consistent is your decision, your decision as a student to not quit. Sorry, not, not even decision, your commitment to not quit. So always go back to why do I actually want to be a physical therapist? And, and despite the obstacles, despite the odds, I mean, if you want like proof that your situation is possible, hit us up. We could probably just hook you up with one of our students that has been probably in a similar situation. But you have to make the decision for yourself. I am committed to not quitting. You have to say that for yourself. Because if you can do that, then all the other stuff, oh my goodness, like there, there, there's always an answer for it. But if you are a conditional pre-PT, you are going to struggle. A conditional pre-PT is someone that is willing to work until things don't go well. Someone that is willing to apply until they get rejected and then they quit. Like if that's the way you're going at it, you might not actually be ready <laughs> to get across the line. Like you might not be mentally ready. But once you say, I am committed to not quitting, you completely tap into a different space. And now everything you see is opportunity to actually get better. Now, when you're committed to not quitting, you're able to say, you know what, I have a 2.7 GPA. Instead of feeling like you're defeated, you're like, okay, what have other people done differently? Who can I get help from? How can, like, you're looking for nothing but solutions. And that's how y'all get to the other side. If, if you're seeing yourself as a victim or like, oh, well, this is my situation then what's going to happen is you're going to tell yourself a lot of defeating narratives. You're going to tell yourself, I'm not good enough. I, I hope this. I, and then all of a sudden, your actions actually end up fulfilling that fear that you're afraid of. And so that's, the, that's, that's how this thing works. And so um, I hope that y'all uh, commit to not quitting for you, not for me, not, not, not for anybody else. It's for you. So that's it. Hope y'all enjoy this tonight. If y'all uh, want to share this with a friend, uh, share it with them. And if y'all are like, hey, I want help. I, I want to learn how to take control of my application so that I'm not guessing, I'm not all over the place, and I'm, I'm putting myself in the best position possible to get accepted into physical therapy school. Uh, go to preptsecrets.com. We got you. We're going to lay it all out for you. So uh, go to preptsecrets.com, and uh, we will uh, take care of y'all there. See you guys next week. We do this every single Tuesday. So next Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, right here. We'll see you then. Y'all have a blessed one. Thank you so much, Dominique. You're Anything welcome. Anything to add to the people? Huh? Any final words or any final words? Oh, yeah. It was definitely a pleasure. I enjoyed this. Um, I love just being able to um, just tell people my story and, and learn from others as well. Um, so if, if at any time anyone wants to reach out to me, I am definitely in a sense, an open book. Um, so you can definitely reach out to me through Facebook, which is my name, or you can um, hit up my Instagram, which is Miss MS underscore my first name, Dominique. So D-O-M-A-N-I-Q-U-E dot S-P-T. Um, and I will gladly be willing to talk to anyone. So yeah, that's all I have to say. Um, have a good night, everyone. I love it. I love it. I'm actually going to comment on one thing that was just said. 
Um, Paul says age is a factor for giving up. Um, no, it isn't. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing is a factor for you giving up. This is after we've coached students that have been in their late thirties, early forties, starting their PT school journey. This like there, there's all the things that you guys think are factors for you giving up have been made up by either you or other people that have fed those fears into you. So, so that's the purpose of this to get you to unlearn a lot of those beliefs. So if you feel like age is a factor, you feel like, you know, grade level is a factor. If you feel like expertise level or experience level is a factor, it just isn't. Like, like this is episode, what, 67? Y'all, we got several hundred students that have just been like accepted from all different walks. And the purpose of this is to completely like destroy a lot of the negative beliefs that have been planted into the pre-PT world, period. All right? So hope that's understood because that's the purpose of this. Y'all have a blessed one. Much love. See you guys. Bye. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.